Chapter 37. Heavenly Father wants you and your family to heal, a journey of generational healing. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Psalms 30, verse 2. The grandest blessing given to us by our Father in heaven is that of agency. It also allows us to prove to him where our hearts lie. Based on what we do with it, we can choose to bless those around us by loving service, or we may choose to denigrate ourselves and others. Our choices definitely affect those around us, and no one is immune to suffering because of the choices that a family member has made. Thank heaven that we are all given the atonement of Jesus Christ to allow us to all return well and whole to that realm from whence we came. Families are meant to heal and to feel joy, and Heavenly Father has provided many ways for families to accomplish this healing. He wants his children to be at peace. He wants his children to find the solace they need for the hard things they've gone through in this life, and some of those hard things are the upbringing they had. Many, many of God's children have suffered. It pains Heavenly Father when his children choose to abuse, belittle, or corrupt their children. Section, Heavenly Father in his mercy has provided ways for his children to heal. While healing may not take place overnight, this healing will happen as each of God's children approach him in sincere and earnest prayer. Healing does not have to happen through unusual means. It does not have to happen through a miracle, but it does have to happen through the Son whose sacrifice has allowed a family line to move forward and change. This change cannot happen unless somebody in the family makes the choice to heal. Each child of God chooses his own way. His way can include approaching God, or he may pull away from him. It is this that causes the sorrow and sadness that permeates so many families. The scriptures are full of examples of how wicked traditions are passed on from generation to generation. The Savior tells us how each generation will be cursed unless it repents until the third and fourth generations. From Doctrine and Covenants 98, verse 45, And if he do not this, I the Lord will avenge thee of thine enemies an hundredfold, and upon his children and upon his children's children of all them that hate me unto the third and fourth generation. But if the children shall repent, or the children's children, and turn to the Lord their God with all their hearts and with all their might, mind, and strength, and restore fourfold for all their trespasses, wherewith they have trespassed, or wherewith their fathers have trespassed, or their fathers' fathers, then thine indignation shall be turned away, and vengeance shall no more come upon them, saith the Lord thy God, and their trespasses shall never be brought any more as a testimony before the Lord against them. Amen. The choices of those who came before filters down through emotions, subconscious issues, and other ways. But this need not be a permanent thing. Just as we get to choose how we think, we may also choose to discard the way ancestors think and thought. We do this by approaching our Heavenly Father again in sincere and earnest prayer. He wants us to heal. He needs us to heal. He wants us to return to Him, and He wants our families to return intact. It is our Savior's influence that allows us to heal. And it leads us to de- uh, to desire healing. It is only through his influence that true healing comes, even though we may attempt to heal by reaching out for others for other means and do all we can on our own. There is no way we will truly heal without our interaction with the Savior. It is his light and love that accomplishes the healing process. Only him, no one else, no experts, mentors, or coaches, but not anyone but him. Section, How Can a Family Line Heal? 
How can individuals within a family line move forward, make change, and become all that God wants them to be? It takes a beginning. It takes one person. It takes you. You can begin the healing process in your family. It is you who has been given the opportunity to come here in these last days to seek healing for your own line and your own self. And this healing will begin to spill over into the generations that came before and the generations that will come after you. The healing has to begin, and if you desire, it truly, it can truly begin with you. So how does the healing start for you? You must reach up to your Father in heaven. You must strive every day to become like the Son and obtain His attributes to be a symbol of love and gratitude and to become all that you really are meant to be. You are the one. It is you who gets to begin the process. When you begin your own healing process again, you begin the healing process within your lineage. The healing moves through pre-established channels of light set aside for this purpose, and your Heavenly Father will use these channels to spread that healing <clears throat> that has begun within you to others. The family unit, though not eternal for all families, is still a family unit. God has established it in this way precisely to help everyone in the family line heal. This is the grand plan. Families are sacred and there are and they are the key to accomplish the healing process that the Father began when his son atoned in Gethsemane. The Savior began the process, and he will help it carry through. I love these inspired words. Quote, God actively intervenes in some destructive lineages, assigning a valiant spirit to break the chain of destructiveness in such families. Although these children may suffer innocently as victims of violence, neglect, and exploitation, through the grace of God, some find the strength to metabolize the poison within themselves, refusing to pass it on to future generations. Before them were generations of destructive pain. After them, the line of... The line flows clear and pure. Their children and children's children will call them blessed in suffering innocently that others might not suffer. Some persons in some degree become as saviors on Mount Zion by helping to bring salvation to a lineage, end quote. <clears throat> that quote is from Calfred Broderick in the Enzyme, August 1986. In a talk, I have a question. You must reach up and begin the process for yourself, knowing that what you do for yourself really does matter and that it, uh, and that is what Father would have you understand. He desires all his children to heal. He has put into place all required to have that happen. He has not left anything amiss or to chance. Every, everything is in place. He has put chosen vessels within each family to help accomplish this purpose. He will make sure that the healing happens but the way forward for you is to be the one who begins that process, not leaving it to others to do it for you. Section, you can be the catalyst for change. Quote, a transitional character is one who in a single generation changes the entire course of a lineage. That chain, The changes might be for good or ill, but the most noteworthy examples are those individuals who grow up in an abusive, emotionally destructive environment and who somehow find a way to metabolize the poison and refuse to pass it on to their children. They break the mold. They refute the observation that abused children become abusive parents, that the children of alcoholics become alcoholic adults, that the sins of the father are visited upon the heads of the children to the third and fourth generation. Their contribution to humanity... <clears throat> is to filter the destructiveness of out of their own lineage so that the generations downstream will have a supportive foundation upon which to build productive lives, end quote. That is also from the same author, Calfred Broderick, um, psychologist and marriage and family scholar at USC. 
Section, Traditions of Our Fathers. The story is told about a wife who cuts off the ends of the ham before putting it in the oven. The husband asks the wife why she's doing that. Because my mom did, she answered. And when she asked her mother, she was stunned by her answer. Because I did not have a pan big enough to fit the whole ham. Her mom said, This is a very simple example of how we internalize and perpetuate family traditions. Another example would be when a great-grandmother was left-handed and she was punished in school and her hand was slapped with a ruler to change her handedness. Every recess, she had to stay in and finish her writing. The pain that it caused, both physically and emotionally, translated into translated in her hating writing. And the fact that uh, so did some of her children and grandchildren may continue until that issue is resolved and healed. The idea of trauma being passed down through generations isn't new. The Wikipedia definition of transgenerational trauma is... Trauma that is transferred from the first generation of trauma survivors to the second and further generations of offspring of the survivors via complex post-traumatic stress disorder mechanisms. Think about major traumas like war, the loss of a child, economic trials, and abuse. Emotional ties are important for a child, and so the child may continue a relationship with a person, even though the relationship brings pain. For example, a 12-year-old boy shoots and kills himself with his father's gun. In that family, it is not okay to have guns in the home. One of the children marries a man who loves to hunt. The family keeps telling her to get a gun out of the house because guns kill. If she doesn't do so, there may be a strain brought into the relationship. Even since, is, even science is now discovering that trauma is passed on through our DNA. Our DNA carries information that affects our posterity. This is called epigenics. In a study by the University of Zurich, researchers discovered not only can extreme and traumatic events change a person but they can also impact their children a generation or two later through RNA strands. In this study, mice were exposed to traumatic experiences that sparkled depressive-like symptoms and behaviors. These behaviors were transferred to the next generation through the RNA in sperm. While the offspring had never been exposed to the trauma, these mice still exhibited depressed states, even into the third generation. Now, there is proof that our DNA is changed when we are emotional. Scientists took DNA from participants and placed it in containers in a separate room. They then had participants watch emotional movie clips and noted the changes in their DNA samples in the next room. They continued to move the DNA further and further away until they had reached 350 miles. And each time the DNA took on an emotional change, charge and change from the clips that the participants were watching. Research has also demonstrated that the epigenetic effects of trauma can be reversed so that they are not passed down. Section, the first steps. Let's look at how to start on this road of healing. First, it is important to remember your worth to God. Although the Savior of the world suffered and died for each of us collectively, he also did that for us individually and would have done it if there was only one of us to save. Psalms 8, 4 through 5 teaches, What is a man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou hast visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. President Harold B. Lee said, I recall the prayer of the old English weaver, O oh God, help me hold a high opinion of myself. That should be the prayer of every soul, not an abnormally developed self-esteem that become haughtiness, conceit, or arrogance, but a righteous self-respect that might be defined as belief in one's own worth, worth of, worth to God and worth to man. Sometimes when someone has gone through a trauma, the result can be that that person takes the gate, uh, guilt 
blame on themselves. As a result, they might not feel worthy and it is hard for them to pray. It is critical to pray because that is where truth comes from. We must become spiritually Christ-centered to recognize and identify the origins and false beliefs and traditions. We can start by being a bit of a detective. Pray for inspiration to be guided to those behaviors that have caused problems in your own life. Are there parallels to the lives of our parents and grandparents? Once we have identified a behavior, we then have a choice. We can now detach from those behaviors, expectations, destructive self-talk, and limitations you put on yourself. We can choose to believe, think, and act differently. Our thoughts become emotions, emotions become actions, actions become behaviors, and behaviors become personalities. With help from our Father, the Savior, and His angels, we can eliminate adverse beliefs, which then influence our emotions, actions, behaviors, as well as our overall personality. These positive changes undoubtedly affect those around us for the better. Kyle Cease said, The most important thing that this world needs are people who choose to access their heart completely. This may sound simple, and not all problems are that easy to resolve. We are very fortunate to live in a time when we have so many modalities available to us to help us along the way. Some of these are hypnotherapy, energy healing, resilience training, counseling, play therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, body movement and dance psychotherapy, EMDR, somatic psychology meditation, yoga, and neurofeedback, to name only a few. All of these are wonderful therapies and each have their use in speeding up our healing. However, we realize it's the Lord that heals us. <clears throat> we must remember to ask Father what modalities are right for us. Look for those lessons we are to learn from each of our trials. Repent when necessary, make inspired changes, and follow inspired direction. Love and prayer are unequaled in their importance. <clears throat> It is amazing what love can do. I have seen children with autism being healed with love. The brain changes when we feel loved. The unconditional love we receive from our eternal parents in Christ can and will change our lives. Pray always that you can feel their love for you. It has never, If you have never felt love in this life or have a differently abled child, investigate the Option Institute in Massachusetts. It is an amazing experience. Using the assistance of the priesthood, of our Lord through healing blessings, they would be the first modality I would use on the road back to healing self, past and future generations. I believe there are few among us who have been granted the spiritual gift that enables them to identify not only which generation, but which individual ancestors are interfering with our mortal progression. A friend of mine requested a blessing so that God could help facilitate changes in him for the improvement of his marital status. He was literally surprised when the blessing was clearing and casting out and provided a shield of protection rather than any particular issue with a relationship with his wife. It was not necessarily blockage, per se. It was forebearers who may have believed that they were doing right based on old tradition or culture, but were in fact a counterproductive intervention in his marriage. Since receiving the blessing, his marriage has been better than ever. On the spiritual side, the healing will bring you closer to the spirit, and then you will be able to easier commune with your father in heaven and receive inspiration through the holy ghost one of the amazing blessings of the restoration <clears throat> is the truth of performing ordinances on behalf of our deceased loved ones proxy work in the temple is truly a profound blessing in the lives of those who choose to participate ordinances are performed by those who have bodies here on earth and once the deceased have accepted the atonement of jesus christ in the spirit world they are given the opportunity to accept 
or reject the ordinances on their behalf. Likewise, generational healing can take place by proxy. I have been in several situations where a skilled worker has identified a problem that has been passed on to me that comes from one, two, three, ten, or even thirty generations back. It's as if those who have been affected by that same tradition passed down are lining up to receive the same healing I experience. It is incredibly humbling as I can sense their presence and can feel their love and gratitude to also be relieved of the pain and trauma that is associated with the passed down belief. It is a sacred, beautiful opportunity to send them love and forgiveness and to allow <clears throat> them to also forgive themselves and continue their own healing journey. Our hearts knit are knit together in love, as this is one more example of our hearts being turned toward each other. This, I believe, is one way we can gain guardian angels. We save them, and they save us. Truly, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. From Gary Gilliam. Gilliam. More than 100 years ago, President Wilfred Woodruff said that saviors upon Mount Zion have been raised up while the kingdom is the Lord's, as a prophet Obadiah said they would be. These saviors are not only ordained missionaries, but are also the many saints who labor to help break the cycle of spiritual, emotional, and physical abuse and restore Zion and the purity of the gospel to individuals and families. Every Latter-day Saint, man or woman, young or old, should feel alive and awake to a duty to teach and live correct principles that prevent the many holocausts that can and do exist at the family level. If we're healing and transforming the wounds we carry from those who come before, we're also changing the trajectory of for those who come after. That's a quote by Dr. Judith Rich. You can be the one who makes a difference by approaching your father now to begin your own healing process by moving forward, asking for what you need, asking for the desires of your heart and listening through the spirit to all that he tells you. Obey the guidance of the spirit, move forward, and healing will happen for you and your family line. Your ancestors will be blessed and they will be given charge as angels over you. Your descendants will also be blessed as the line coming from you will be clean and pure. So you may begin the healing for your own family. We have provided a sample script for you. It is our prayer that this will be a new piece that bring a new peace to you and your family. This is all said in the name of the Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Section Generational Cleansing Script Dear Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name. I pray thou would assist me and my ancestors in clearing any and all generational issues on all conscious, subconscious, and cellular conscious levels, and from all our energy fields, including mental, emotional, physical levels and layers. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command my spirit and healing angels to take me back to the beginning and locate the cause or reason for the feelings and or thoughts of blank. Some of these will include fear, anger, suppressed anger, frustrations, resentment, judgments, guilt, shame, overwhelmed, burdened, confused, sadness, despair, negative self-image, envy, jealousy, hatred, and any other personal issue. And analyze every aspect of it and resolve it perfectly and permanently. These come forward in time analyzing and resolving every similar incident built upon the foundation of this first blank. Until I am at the present, healed of these issues, healed and whole, filled with divine Christ-like love, light, and truth. Replace all negative and positive feelings and behaviors that are worthy of my highest purpose. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, my personal Savior and Redeemer. Amen. 
Note, pause and allow the negative energies to depart. Continue to meditate and allow the process to be completed. When you feel it is complete, offer a prayer of gratitude. The following is a sample. It would be best to offer a prayer from your own heart. Dear Heavenly Father, I desire to give thanks and praise unto thee and the angels who have assisted in the healing for myself and my ancestors at this time. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, my personal Savior and Lord. Amen. Now program in the positive characteristics you would like to have. Dear Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name. I pray thou would assist me in programming in positive emotions and thoughts for myself and my ancestors where negative issues have been cleared. Please assist me on all conscious, subconscious, and cellular conscious levels to program in the following positive emotions or thoughts, such as joy, peace, harmony, happiness, positive self-image, safety, abundance, positive relationships, etc., for my highest purposes and for my complete healing of all these issues. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, my personal Savior and Redeemer, amen. Continue meditating until you feel a divine download of positive energy. When you feel it is complete, offer another prayer of gratitude and then create a plan for future responses to any negative emotions or thoughts that do return.